acetaminophen, a cyclooxygenase 3 inhibitor, is a popular over-the-counter analgesic and antipyretic medication used frequently in humans. It's not a true non-steroidal anti-inflammatory as it lacks anti-inflammatory properties. Normally, part of this drug is metabolized into non-toxic conjugates via the metabolic pathways, glucuronidation, and sulfation. Some is metabolized in the toxic metabolite called NAPKI via the cytochrome P450 enzyme pathway. Normally, NAPKI is detoxified by conjugation with glutathione in the liver. Toxicosis occurs when glucuronidation and sulfation pathways are depleted, and that's what ends up resulting in toxic metabolites building up and secondary oxidative injury occurring. Now keep in mind, while acetaminophen is very safe for human use, it's got a narrow margin of safety in dogs and cats, and the severity of toxicosis and development of clinical signs is species-dependent. Cats have an altered glucuronidation pathway and a decreased ability to metabolize acetaminophen, making them much more susceptible to toxicosis. Dogs and cats develop totally different clinical signs when they get into toxic amounts of acetaminophen. In cats, red blood cell injury is more likely to occur in the form of methemoglobinemia, and toxicity can develop at doses as low as 10 mg per kg. This is probably the same toxic dose for ferrets. The toxic dose in dogs is much higher and typically ranges from 100 to 150 mg per kg. In cats, lethargy, swelling of the face and paws, respiratory distress, brown mucous membranes, cyanosis, vomiting, and anorexia can be seen. And this is all secondary to the development of methemoglobinemia. In dogs, hepatic injury is more likely to occur. Although we can see methemoglobinemia at very high doses, typically above 200 mg per kg. Dogs typically develop clinical signs of dry eye, malaise, anorexia, vomiting, melena, icterus, and hepatic encephalopathy. And this is secondary to hepatotoxicity. So how do we treat acetaminophen toxicity? The first thing to keep in mind is if you have an acetaminophen toxicity is don't bother inducing emesis. Acetaminophen is really rapidly absorbed from the gut, and it actually reaches peak plasma levels within 10 to 60 minutes. Even the extend release products reach peak plasma levels at about 60 to 120 minutes. So unless you directly saw a dog ingest acetaminophen, honestly, by the time it comes into your clinic, it's too late for emesis induction. In fact, I'd rather you just proceed to giving that patient an antiemetic and starting a dose of activated charcoal with sorbitol. Now keep in mind that acetaminophen does undergo some enterohepatic recirculation. And depending on what type of antidote you have available, which is N-acetylcysteine, I often recommend the use of multiple doses of activated charcoal. In other words, one dose every four to six hours for about four doses. However, if you only have N-acetylcysteine available in the oral form, I'd rather you get the antidote into the patient instead of multiple doses of charcoal. Ideally, I like to give N-acetylcysteine as the injectable form. That way I can still continue with multiple doses of charcoal while I administer the antidote intravenously. Another important part of treatment is to go ahead and get baseline blood work, including a complete blood count, chemistry panel, and a blood smear. An additional easy test I like to do is I like to get a PCV tube and a blood smear. 
And what I'm looking for on my blood smear is a presence of Heinz bodies. With my PCV tube, I actually will drop one drop of blood onto a white paper towel, or ideally white filter paper, to look for the presence of that chocolate brown appearance instead of the bright red color of oxygenated blood. If you do see that chocolate appearance, that typically represents methemoglobinemia. Patients that get into toxic amounts of acetaminophen should be hospitalized for ideally 48 hours and receive a daily blood smear, a PCV tube to look for chocolate brown methemoglobinemia, a hepatic panel every 24 hours, and this should be done daily for two days. Treatment also includes IV fluids, and this is designed not to help with elimination, but rather to aid in perfusion of the patient. In cats, especially those demonstrating hypoxemia, oxygen therapy, and blood transfusions may be necessary. Remember, this is classic treatment for methemoglobinemia because their hemoglobin can't carry oxygen. Some of these cats may actually need blood transfusions despite having a normal pack cell volume because, again, their hemoglobin is in the form of methemoglobinemia and can't carry oxygen normally. Most importantly, start N-acetylcysteine, what I call NAC or NAC. Now, most toxicants out there don't have an antidote, and we're fortunate in that this one does actually have an antidote. N-acetylcysteine is a benign, safe hepatoprotectant. It basically provides a substrate for sulfation and helps replenish glutathione stores. N-acetylcysteine is also beneficial because it binds directly to NAPGI, one of the toxic metabolites of acetaminophen. I typically start with 140 to 280 mg per kg as a loading dose, followed by 70 mg per kg every 6 hours for 7 to 17 doses. My general guideline is if blood work is normal at 48 hours, in other words, there's no evidence of methemoglobinemia or the liver enzymes are normal, then I'm fine discharging that patient at 48 hours out. A few other treatments that we can include, I usually send these patients home on one month's worth of SAM-E or Silmarin, usually at 18 mg per kg per day, orally, once a day for 30 days. And again, this is just a benign hepatoprotectant, which also acts as a glutathione source. Symptomatic supportive care is also important in the acetaminophen poison patient. I generally like to start these patients on meropitin or some type of potent antiemetic, and that's imperative so they hold down the oral N-acetylcysteine or their multiple doses of activated charcoal, IV fluids, blood pressure monitoring, monitoring for respiratory rate and respiratory effort, or in severe cases where there's methemoglobinemia in dogs, I'll actually reach for methylene blue at 1.5 mg per kg IV for one to two doses. We don't usually reach for the use of methylene blue in cats, and that's because it can actually cause a Heinz body anemia. Lastly, if you read some of the older textbooks for the treatment of acetaminophen, they used to advocate for the use of H2 blockers like cimetidine because cimetidine is metabolized by P450 in your liver. More recently, there's no clear benefit of using cimetidine with acetaminophen toxicity, and it's actually contraindicated in cats. So with this common toxicant, make sure to calculate the toxic dose, move immediately to activated charcoal instead of wasting time inducing emesis, and starting the antidote N-acetylcysteine right away. Most of these patients do really well and respond to supportive care. 